0: Welcome to Three and a Half Critics, the show where four wildly unqualified friends rewrite some of Hollywood's biggest films. Today on the chopping block, or rather the slashing block, is Halloween 2018.
1: Hey, speak for yourself, asshole. According to the SUNY system, I'm qualified to talk about this. Hi, I'm Greco. I like horror, and I like zombies, and I have a degree in cinema. I'm Josh. I pretend to be a writer sometimes.
2: I'm Epi, and I like scary shit and science.
0: And I'm Roy, I'm the half. Let's get into it. So um I think something I particularly wanted to start with myself was um the the podcasts, the podcasters or the investigative journalists, I think are not great in this movie. They are either highly underutilized or they should not be there at all. Um I personally think they are introduced very like incorrectly like the opening shot of the movie is like the female journalist's eyes like kind of going back and forth and she's almost introduced in like a very main character sort of way and both of them are but particularly her um and then they're just kind of unceremoniously killed like an hour into the movie And I think that is, one, you're wasting a lot of time on them that you could be developing other characters. And two, it's just not satisfying. If you're going to start with these characters, like, as your first intro to the movie, they need to have more payoff than just, oh, Michael Myers is here now and he's killing people.
3: Um... I, I, I do get that. It seems like it's an, an entirely a vehicle to deliver the mask to Michael Myers, which yeah. has been done <laughs> without wasting 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, and
0: quite quick digression circle back on that is something else that thoroughly pissed me off in this movie was the first time you see Mike Myers wearing his mask in this movie. He's in broad daylight. There's no good reveal of it. Um, and that, that's just something that kind of irked me. It's not really something I don't think we need to go into. There's just a better way to do that. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's bad to have them basically just be 20 minutes of filler that gets the mask into his hands.
1: Yeah, they were, they were basically just exposition via character. Uh, I, I agree on that part. The one aspect of the opening scene, I like the prison, how it looks and a lot of parts Mm -hmm. of the prison and, like, the whole checkered board stuff. I don't know. Something about it felt very good to me. I liked that. And from a fan service perspective, I thought it was kind of a fun way to start it with the mask and the yelling. And then cut to the original, like, Halloween logo. Mm-hmm. Which, we have differing opinions on whether the fan service is too much. Which we'll get into later, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, does that anyone
3: was... else, like... It, this is legitimately one of the notes I wrote down was, God, this podcast would suck. Does anyone else think that this is like the way they wrote these characters and the podcast they're setting up is like it's awful? I I don't understand how they're like we're award-winning journalists. Like they they're very much like oh we we want to re-examine evidence in an unbiased way literally 30 seconds after saying (laughs) did one monster create another like victim blaming the shit out of a 17 year old who got all of her phone killed like that oh absolutely that sounds like some canceled shit i'll be honest yeah that Um, sounds like that's gonna get some people canceled
0: they're just not engaging characters they're not funny they're not clever if they were writing a podcast they don't bring anything to the table like yeah they don't say anything insightful they are no. never shown being good at their job like especially they can't even handle lori who is obviously like pushing back against them but if you're a fucking reporter you need to know how to deal with people who don't want to talk to you and to, they just to, do...
3: to be yeah. fair to that extent their questioning of lori was well would you like to talk about michael myers no. no no okay so what about the time
1: your daughter was taken away from you
4: <laughs> get out, well, uh, with get out
1: of <laughs> how about when you <laughs> yeah, regained custody oh i didn't that... but you fucking knew that <laughs> and that's the stone at cold
3: line right there
4: yeah
1: and that's what i'm getting at it's these people are awful
0: journalists they they don't know how to dance around and slowly weasel information out of someone who mm-hmm. they know is going to be hostile
2: they are the e-girl equivalent of podcasters, investigative journalists. Yeah. That is quite know. exactly what they
0: are. Well, I'm not ex- exactly <laughs> sure what that analogy means, but it sounds right, so let's roll with it. <laughs> no, I it, can't. It, it basically,
2: explain that. So the the premise, right? Like they, I, I agree that they're not supposed to. They're not supposed to be good. Like they are just a, a source, a, a vehicle for the delivery of all this exposition that you're getting, from Lori's Uh, reaction to them and about her past history um but they're they're used to make insights about other characters so they don't necessarily have to be good at their job they just have to be there enough that Mm. someone will get something out of it
0: but see i think my fundamental problem here is that doesn't need to be done like i mentioned earlier if they're, if they're not going to be more important to the story, I don't think they should be there. And this is my first major rewrite of this movie, is take Allison, because Allison, the granddaughter, is not involved in this movie enough. Take Allison and have her be that investigative role. Have it so her family has been keeping information about this whole incident 40 years ago from her and have her going through the motions trying to figure out what happened. Have her go to the prison and see Michael Myers. Have her push Laurie and go like grandma, what happened 40 years ago nobody has actually told me.
2: I I think I think the one and only issue that I take from that is you lose your naive character which mm. is which Tends to have some sort of trope, at least with slashers. Your mm-hmm. your victim, your main victim, tends to be rather naive about the situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I, I don't know what you would replace that naive character with.
1: Yeah, and sense? I also feel like the case, at least how they portrayed it in the movie, being that public about the case, like it it's pretty out there that it happened. Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of knows it happened. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's kind of hard for it to be like, oh, I can't get any information from it that, like, she would need her grandma really for. Well, like, other there's than
0: there's press-facing details, and there's, like, grandma, what was your actual experience Yeah, is kind of what she would be digging for. Um, but if you wanted to have a naive character, you could almost maybe do the same thing with the mother character. You could do the—maybe you could have the mother character. I think her name's Karen. You could have mm-hmm. her doing the investigation, and then maybe Allison keeps the naivete. Well, I but... feel like, though, you with so many characters in this movie that aren't doing things for a long period of time, you can just completely rewrite out the journalists and have one of them do it.
2: I I think you can write out the journalists. I I think the I think the topic that we don't agree on is how to write them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. you can definitely get your same vehicle exposition. Yeah, like I, I you can do it a different way or make it I rather than exclude them completely, I, I feel like rather making them into better, more characters that you care about more makes mm-hmm. the whole gas station scene feel better. Yeah. Because I don't I, I I actually didn't really have that big of an issue with mm-hmm. the gas station scene and the major reveal of him coming back.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I
2: mean. Like, yeah, no, I, I have no if, problem with the gas station. If the the reporters there, you cared about them more rather than just being fodder, maybe it would have even more of an impact. But I yeah. I think that is exactly the vehicle that they serve mm-hmm. is showing you who's at play, and it's very much an establishing character set. Yeah. Um. I I I. I I, it would be risky to include some of your later characters mm-hmm. in that setup. Yeah,
1: in that way. Yeah, really. So I really don't I, know
2: how I would change it.
1: I think, I agree with
2: you though.
0: Yeah, and I think if you do that, if you keep the journalists around, you need to change the beginning of the movie a little bit. Um, there's a theory in storytelling. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it's you want all of your plot points to kind of fit inside each other, like cardboard boxes. So you want a big one, a medium one, a small one, and so on, and they keep getting smaller. And you can only take them out in the order you put them in. So you start with your main characters. You wanna it, it You can have, like, a prologue, but then you want to kind of put those characters aside and not really have them be important. Your main cast, you want to introduce them in the backwards order of how it will play out at the end. So the movie ends with Lori, Karen, and Allison. So you want to start the movie with Lauren, Carrie, and Allison. (laughs) Lori, Karen, and Allison. Or else you get your audience confused on who the focal point characters are going to be. By starting with the journalists and then killing them too soon, you're messing with the audience's perception of who is going to be a main player. And they're kind of going for like a Game of Thrones, like shock kill value here, where they just off them. And it upsets, I hesitate to say the pacing, but it kind of, it throws the audience for a loop that takes them out of the movie when these characters that you've been following so much and the way they were introduced makes them feel like main characters and then they're just gone.
2: I think the only counterpoint that I have to that is like, yes, that might be a vehicle in major storytelling as a whole, but I think something that has to be taken into account, especially going into this movie, is that there is one before this. So you have your established main players and you're, so if you're talking about your box, I think, I think you are correct that they did take things out in the wrong order because they, they use these journalists as a vehicle to present you with the new Loomis. Yeah. And then they promptly take them out as a vehicle for that engagement. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I think, but also at that point in the movie, you also think that he's, Screwed and either dead or whatever because
0: he gets shot and he's in the hospital for like yeah. a third of the movie,
2: yeah. Which so is a whole nother thing, his stat- yeah. <laughs> so, like, you don't know his status for, for most yeah. of that scenario. So, even then, I could argue that, like, I, I see what you're saying, but I think taking into account it as a standalone movie mm-hmm. is something that is not really what you're, yeah, to yeah. yeah. So This you're supposed is the to, point. supposed to have knowledge going
0: this is the point where I should admit I've never seen the original Halloween. Okay. What? Well, wait, wait, I... wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we, we watched it in the apartment. What do you mean? Well, I never saw the original Halloween.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> so, oh, this is where my half- Critic yeah, this kind of comes half in everyone. where, <laughs> yeah, no, I am the resident half, if you, you have not picked up on that already, um, is I'm very going much into this movie because when they released this movie they wanted it to be able to stand alone as well as be a sequel and I am very <laughs> much on the side of this is a standalone movie. I now, know. I realize there is <laughs> a, a, a history fucking in repetition. <laughs> wait, there.
3: It, hold on. It was billed as a direct sequel. Yeah. Yes. Wait.
0: <laughs> but I mean, was... they they kind of did the same thing as like they said, like, hey, if you've never seen the Halloween franchise, you can just jump into this, and it's a good starting point, and that's yeah, but it's, I it's, am.
2: But, but wait, the Halloween series as a whole is a major pop reference that you at least, going in, if you've never seen the movie, should know who the major players oh, should be. I know be. the
0: entire plot of the first movie. <laughs> I've read, like, plot summary of it and stuff before watching this one. But, but like, but like
2: you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, you can, I, I could call it, you could very easily call it as a standalone or an entry into the franchise, and I think that is okay and correct because halloween is such yes. a cultural icon yes that you know who your major players are going to be i would like to say when i first saw this movie i had no
0: information on the first halloween movie oh i didn't my even God. know what it was about like 4 years
2: ago when theaters, i saw it in fucking theaters next to you with this yeah. shit
1: how have how did we not discuss this before we started? Recording oh this? my god! How, how is this? The I first
0: figured way? it would be a fun wrench to throw into the discussion right at about this point in the conversation.
1: <laughs> so when Allison's walking down the street, just being like, "Hey, the Rob Zombie movies don't exist," you would have no yeah, idea I what any that. of that meant. I <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> loved that. No, that was great. <laughs> that that was
3: a good little like Uh-oh. that's the kind of fan service that you can get away with in a movie like this yeah. like yeah or <laughs> even that's that's even borderline like there was some stuff there were certain shots throughout the movie that i, I always found really interesting because it is mirror image shots from the yes. first movie. i have a lot of notes on that it's <laughs> i i bet but that's like that kind of fan service that i it goes subtly yeah um yeah and i appreciate and then they throw in that line of <laughs> just rebutting the entire brother storyline from the rob soppy movie yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah, some it's idiots way on that the up. nose but it's pretty
1: good <laughs> yeah yeah but it's still like a specific thing that you'd have to know anything about them <laughs> to yeah. understand it the like yeah, there's a lot of mirror shots. I don't know if we want to talk about that now or if we kind of want to go in order of the movie and save that till... Because there are a lot more at the end. I have more to talk about with the mirrored shots. Yeah. um,
0: I personally think it's a little gratuitous. Um, Me, I, I think with this movie, doing too many of those... You know, like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like pointing at the screen like, oh
4: yeah, that thing.
0: <laughs> I think having too many of those in a movie like this kind of throws off the tone a little bit because you're trying to build up like this like feeling of like suspense and uneasiness and then periodically dotted through the movie you've just got these things that almost puts the audience back into their comfort zone or takes them out of the flow Mm
4: -hmm. and
0: i think that is I think that's kind of bad for a movie that is trying to keep a particular
1: tone. Well, I disagree. Uh, oh, Josh, you can go first. You look like you have a lot to say, and so does oh. Epi.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Epi's about to Oh, The only thing I want to say is that is I don't think that's the issue with the flow in this movie. Yeah. I think there is a much larger issue with the flow of this movie that stems from the entire thing and having way too many moving parts.
0: Yeah. Oh, that, yeah.
3: That I agree with from Josh. But no, whatever. I'm not saying I'm... that's
0: the whole pacing issue. I'm saying I'm, and I don't even think it's a pacing issue. It's a little like tone shift that gets captured in this movie periodically, where you're like, "Oh my God, they're gonna die! They're gonna die! Ha 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 ha! ha. He's under a sheet! Ha ha ha! Oh my <sighs> God, they're gonna die! Like
2: it's such a weird whiplash. It, sometimes. It is done on purpose, and it is something that is relatively new. Um, it is an element of horror that ha- it has been largely introduced. Um, a major player that I always go back to when I start thinking about this is paranormal activity. Because paranormal activity does had this really key point to it where it cut you in and out of your emotional states, right? Mm-hmm. So you can be at one point thinking about like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Like, oh, look, he, this is such a cute little <laughs> dog to, oh, shit, what the fuck is that? And the 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 dichotomy changes and stuff like that. It, it's it, I'm explaining it poorly because I'm
0: way too excited. By putting um, a person back in a comfortable state, you can then yes. rip them back out yes. of it. Effect, yes, yes, what you're getting.
2: At. Yes, it is something that actually, believe it or not, that the other thing that is goes really in depth. If you want to learn more about it, um, until dawn has a really good making series. I know mm. it's a video game. Sorry. Mm. Basically, <laughs> maybe, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um they have a really good making series where they describe some of how they went through scientifically creating all of these different horror spells and stuff like that. And a lot of it has to do with being able to pull you in and out of yeah. what it is. But it's a more yeah. modern thought process that wasn't really in the slashers to begin with. Mm. So I think that's why it's a little off putting.
0: That mm. that might be fair. And maybe I just maybe that just doesn't work on me and is just... Why it might have. And and, you'd also have to see
3: the original scenes to get the (laughs) I
0: have seen the YouTube clips of like all the iconic scenes. I get the reference. Bro,
3: seeing movie cuts
2: one out of twelve scenes that they choose from this random movie does not count as seeing a movie.
1: No, welcome to watch
0: Mojo, the top (laughs) ten most important scenes in the
1: original Halloween movie. Um, Number (laughs) ten. I don't know, what I really like about these, like, mirrored shots is that because it is the opposite and it might be the one useful contribution that the fucking reporters have is the quote that Josh mentioned earlier of them being like, has the monster become the monster blah 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 whatever garbage. That becomes a theme throughout the entire movie and they put Laurie in Michael's shoes almost. Like they don't show you any shots of Michael. Like in the original movie they show you perspective shots of Michael going around. They don't have anything like that in this. You're pretty much going from Laurie or, like, the family's perspective, watching him, like, Laurie outside the schoolhouse where Michael was standing in the original movie, shit like that. She kind of becomes that monster figure in a way Mm -hmm. that I think they really do well as an overall theme. And, sure, it might be beating a dead horse a little bit with the, like, hey, that was in the original movie. Look at that. (laughs) Haha, that's fun. Yeah. But I think there are aspects of it that make it work really well because of how they flipped it. And some, I'll, I'll talk about later, some other, like, sh- conventional, what's the word? Uh, I don't know, stereotypes of slasher movies. But, I don't know. I Yeah. Think, <laughs> I, th- I think
3: I go back and forth on that um, and whether or not I like the way they did it. Because I understand what they're going for. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I understand with the whole did the you know this experience made lori into who she is and you know it's kind of a reversal of roles we see that in the beginning with putting lori in these spots that you know michael was seeing in the first movie we see it towards the end in this almost like reverse fight at the end where Lori's the one hunting michael through the house and Mm -hmm. we can adjust we can address that later but it's kind of that seems to be the theme they're going for Mm -hmm. yeah I like that theme. I like exploring that idea. What I don't like is what it did to the traditional slasher suspense of the movie.
4: Mm-hmm. And
3: I think it almost completely eradicated it. Yeah. Um, There was no real times in this movie. And maybe there was when I was on my first watch. But this is like watch three or four now. And mm-hmm. there are no times where I feel tension build. Even yeah. like the traditional oh, He's in the house scene when he's hunting the babysitter, which is like exactly what he did in the first movie. It's what the whole first movie is built around, and it should be gripping us the whole time. Yeah. The problem is, every like 20 seconds, 20, 30 seconds, they're cutting away from this suspense mm-hmm. over to Lori, who's like running through town and trying to mm-hmm. respond to the radio calls and stuff like that. So the, it's this we're building a little bit of suspense, building a little bit of suspense. And then we blow it all when we go over to watch Lori, like driving through town or trying to find where it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I get what they're, what they want to do, but I don't know if it's served the actual movie. And
2: I think there's a
0: way for them to have their cake and eat it too. I think you can do that with Lori's character. And I mentioned how a lot of my rewrites of this movie would involve changing Allison's dynamic. And I think my my biggest thing with Allison is um, she is not aware that like anything bad is happening in this movie until an hour and 11 minutes into the runtime. That is almost two-thirds of the movie she is just not on the same page as anybody else she's dicking around doing like high school drama shit. like her boyfriend that entire arc does not need to be in this movie i I mean you you could you're always
1: on your phone
0: yeah the way for them to have their is to have michael chasing allison and have that suspense have michael stalking allison And let that be your vehicle of suspense and have Lori be hunting Michael behind them. So you get two levels of this, like, really dramatic tension chasing where you have the the traditional, like, slasher suspense of, oh, my God, is Michael going to, like, kill Allison? And then behind that, you have the reversal of roles of, is Lori going to get to Michael before he kills Allison? So, you let Allison do her high school life bullshit, but you always have Michael in the background. Kind of, and you do that, and you let all of that play
2: out instead. I think, I think, I think a lot of why that probably wasn't expanded, because you do have that, right? (laughs) Towards like the middle ish start of when she realizes I might be dying. (laughs) Um, I think the real I think the reason that it's not expanded on or it's not it's not lengthened could be could be a twofold reason. I think you can only do that for so long mm-hmm. until it becomes tiresome. Yeah. So I think expanding it ever outward is is not the exact right way to go. Which I know that's not what you were saying, but you could expand it out maybe a little bit more and have it return the same whatever, but the i think a lot of the issues stem from the man is in literally like great value brand shutter island
4: Mm -hmm.
2: and we need to get him out of great value brand shutter island Mm -hmm. um so i think that's part of it Mm.
0: you can easily break michael myers out of jail in a hundred ways
2: yeah. You not the one they did Let, let's let's not, let's not do the one we did there's oh. a reason I use the term Shutter Island they were just basically letting one of the fucking maniacs run his cop fucking shit through that yeah. entire establishment yeah. dumb as fuck I hate that yeah um spoiler for shutter island <laughs> a little bit late Thanks. on that spoiler if I alert ever it,
0: i'll probably forget
2: but it's like what it's a movie from like what 2002 does that yeah, count it's like there 2000 like, 10.
0: On, like oh, was it
1: 2010? Like, 2010? 2010 think shit so. oh, eh, 10 years were good it's yeah. it's it's recent ish <laughs> but i'm gonna look it up yeah all right you'll look it up how, so how bad did i fucked this
2: up
0: I gave my perspective. I'd be
1: interested in hearing it, what is exactly 2010. <laughs> it was. Oh, I nailed it on the dot. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Mom, dad, we're trying to have a discussion here. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, I do have a degree in this shit. Aaron. <laughs> 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 oh, right. No, so, I I like what I gave you were kind of saying. my
0: perspective on the whole Allison thing and what I think she should be done because I think most of us agree there is a problem with that character and here, her being sidelined thoroughly too long in this movie. Yeah. Is there anything that y'all would do contrary to what I just
1: mentioned with her? So, I literally put in my notes, because I remember thinking through the movie, I was like, pretty much the female cast is all really good, Mm -hmm. and I think all those characters are pretty good. Like you said, I think it kind of takes a while, and Picking up on what Josh said, too, there's just a lot of cuts. I did notice there's a lot where they tried to build suspense where they would hold the camera on a shot that traditionally you'd see the killer pop up in and then never Mm -hmm. actually give you the killer in those shots, which I kind of going back and forth between those, I, I think, was how they were trying to build suspense. But like you said, it would then just cut to some random nonsense that you'd kind of forget what you were just looking at five minutes ago. So that kind of had a problem. And I, I think there's a lot of pacing issues with... They like, just tried to squeeze in a lot of different things all at once. Yeah. As for having her in more, I'm not sure how I would do it, given the opportunity. I, I, I'm having trouble, I think, analyzing a lot more now after seeing Halloween Kills. Because <laughs> the next one... Like, I have
2: I have not seen that one. They
1: just kind like The whole thing feels like, honestly they should all be one movie like the way they kind of do it and i'm assuming probably the next one they're gonna make because i think they're doing like a trilogy like it Mm -hmm. almost feels like they're all kind of one thing which makes it harder for me in my mind because like they were just trying to force it into one movie like this is the first movie but then the second one pretty much picks up where the last one left off and there's literally parts in it that like you need to see the last one to know like it's weird yeah. The next one's not as good as this one, but anyway, I'm getting off off track. Well, it, it, well no, I'm, I'm I am glad you brought up
3: the next movie too, because when you look at all three in, uh, like in series, right, mm-hmm. you start to see this the seminal problem of the horror genre and particularly the slasher genre of power creep, right? Yeah. <laughs> Halloween, 1978. Yeah. Michael Myers kills five people.
1: Which, That's it. Pretty rookie I, numbers I, for I don't, a serial killer. I don't, I, don't
3: <laughs> I don't know why you you
2: presenting it that way just made me think Vietnam, 62.
3: Haddonfield, 1978. <laughs> um, but but it, in the original, sun five people. I I believe my if my math is correct. Yes, I think they say that. They
1: say it in the movie. They say five. In twenty
3: in Halloween (laughs) twenty eight. Definition go fuck yourself. Fifteen. Yeah. And in I know you guys haven't seen Halloween Kills, um, but in Halloween Kills, I don't remember what the number is, but they literally had press about it of being the most deaths in the horror movie in like a long long time.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, halloween kills is excessive
3: that's so dumb it's It's like halloween 2000 they they keep away from being thank you 34 jesus
2: it's literally like like they just did halloween 2000
3: yeah i mean it's it's the same problem we see all the time right is it the first movie starts out doing the the horror thing yeah and letting you sit with suspense and you know Halloween 1978 didn't really show a whole lot of blood and gore like that's a mm-hmm. lot of the violence is perceived in that movie it's not in this one
0: Mike and Myers 20... you know why the doctor and
2: they just show it on screen you know why who it is because money <laughs>
3: that's that's fair. not them
2: they... making money them having
3: money no, that's yeah. that I understand I, <laughs> the, the idea of why it happened in 1978 being that I get it, but well, that's one of those things. Of that should have been, I think, a lesson learned. That hey, we did this because we didn't have the money, but it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in this movie, they're like, we have all the money. Let's do all the special effects. Yeah. We've got 15 people that Michael Myers kills in this movie. That's not even all the people that die. That's just the one <laughs> Myers kills. Yeah. And so many of these things don't need to happen. I don't need to see the reporters get killed, mostly because we don't need to see the reporters in the movie at all. I don't mm-hmm. think they should be there. I'm on board with that. Um, But the T. That is a really is nice. good <laughs> moment. That is a very good moment. That's why If I you have, don't um... have them, you don't got the i <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but like, that we, we don't need to see that. We don't need to see the two people that he killed the gas station and stuff like that. Like that's But Noon <laughs> uh, Loomis doesn't need to get shot because it doesn't impact the rest of the movie. Yeah, at but all. that's funny. Other as than shit. it's just the funniest funny thing as shit. whenever he
1: gets shot. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I forgot there. it happened, and I it's rewatching so it pit. last night. It, I audibly just like laughed so hard. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it, it is so avoidable too. All you have to say is "Don't shoot" before you pop up, but he pops up. And goes, "Don't, Don't shoot,", shoot. <laughs> and like that it's almost
0: in. like new loomis is a terribly written character that shouldn't well, do anything he does
2: he okay. is make-a-wish loomis that yeah. is what he is yeah
0: and i refuse to call him new i refuse to call him his actual name they literally call him new loomis <laughs> in the really movie funny.
3: okay so maybe you guys can't do this for me <laughs> so one of my favorite scenes in this film is the time is that scene where we follow Michael through a kill, start to finish?
0: The right. continuous take when he's wandering through yes. town when yeah. he does yeah. two yeah. of them—it's yeah. really
1: good. It is a really good shot with yeah. with the baby, and then it goes to the window. Yeah, the fucking like, baby bullshit cinematography-wise, we that
3: very good. <laughs> but yes. I do very good. much enjoy that. However, the three there are like what. Three people in that whole situation that get killed. Why? Why did we need to see that?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Because they 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 had money to do a continuous shot. And they felt like doing a continuous shot without wasting any of their
1: main cast. And they needed the baby to make us scared. Shut up with the
3: baby. (laughs) Fuck that fucking baby bullshit. So if they want to do a one or one, don't fuck the baby. (laughs) Let Josh talk. (laughs) Sorry. So if they want to do a one why not do a one when they kill Vicky? Mm-hmm. I think they should have. Because then you, you don't, don't get the gem them... of this movie. That's no. why. I have this. Let have this. sit, with that... Let I have sit this. with that whole section there. Instead of cutting off to go see what Laurie's doing, I don't care. Yeah. I want to sit in this house with just the babysitter, the kid who is the by far the best, the gem of, of this yeah. movie, this yeah. entire movie, by absolutely. far. Character. Oh yeah, Vicky, I think her name and was. Mike, yeah.
1: yeah, Vicky and v- the little kid. See, no, I have its the name is kid. not. Vicky. I can't think of his. Well, no, I can't no, think no. Of oh Oh yeah, the, the girl sitting. He's the best. Yeah, he's oh, the best yeah,
0: character in
3: this whole
0: movie. Yeah. Um, but I have something for this. Um, and I wrote in my notes how fucking stupid Lori is through this entire movie. She consistently does everything wrong and the biggest thing that really made me like they they put all this effort into like oh she's so prepared she's so ready and then you have this scene where she goes into karen's house and she's bitching at karen about like i made it into your house in like 15 seconds you don't have any locks on your doors whatever (laughs) and then mike myers gets into laurie's house off screen in like 10 seconds it's not even a thing. I would love if they take that idea of a continuous shot. They get rid of the one they did, and they do a continuous shot where, um, because Karen's husband dies in the house. They do a continuous shot where Michael Myers is slowly breaking into the house, carefully avoiding all of Lori's traps, while stalking the husband, ending in Michael killing the husband.
1: Well, the, okay. The, the husband, husband dies, dies outside. Yeah, he dies yeah, yeah. outside, he comes across he the He
0: dies crops. outside, but then Michael brings him inside and stuffs him in a closet, so yeah. you can yeah, very but easily do it in there. Also, the other thing Lori's fucking dumb is she doesn't turn her fucking floodlights on until after the attack has started. It's like <laughs> you have these massive-ass floodlights on your house, and you yeah. wait You gotta save your
2: electric bill. Yeah. I'm just, mm,
0: i have so many problems with how times Laurie's are represented tough Roy. In character. <laughs>
2: times are tough
0: shut up epi it's not worth dying over your goddamn electricity bill. <laughs> it could be
2: well i mean if i don't if i'm not alive to pay my electricity bill if she's
0: so concerned get solar panels like it True. just isn't a
2: problem True. Here. <laughs> we need to talk about the engineering of her house yes uh, the energy efficiency no we don't <laughs> uh, yeah the i don't know why it. she doesn't just run the floodlights especially so, yes. when she has the police escort yeah but um, that's not
1: that's that's not super yeah. that's a yeah. that's yeah. a side note it's a real nitpick
2: <laughs>
0: yeah i'm yeah,
2: it's fun nitpick, pick fuck you <laughs> what i
0: want to talk about is what josh was just mentioning is that that long shot was super cool um but and there why? were just so many different, better ways in different places you could have done it. And Josh mentioned Vicky's the house where Vicky gets killed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if Eppy or Greco, if either of you two have an idea where you would have rather kind of run that.
2: I don't know if I would have rather run it differently per se. More so had the result of that shot be towards that house that vicky's in mm. I, I i think i think the shot works fairly decently mm-hmm. to establish that this man is now back
1: he's mm. back
2: on halloween this is his shtick he's got his big mm. knife doing the same thing he's got everything back he's back but there's no resultant there's no there's no way yeah. it, it just cuts to him pulling someone's hair and cutting their throat and calling it a day and
0: so you're and saying, like, it, if it ended with, like, him standing outside the house Vicky was in, and you see, like, Vicky walk across a window yes. inside, then cut away to another character? Yeah. yeah and I, I can and get behind that. And, yeah. I, and
2: I think that's the the simplest change you could make to put mm-hmm. everything into perspective. And then you could start the hunt on Vicky in her house. Yeah.
3: See, I like that, because it that is the next time we see Michael is at Vicky's. Exactly. Yeah. So... But the only thing I'd add to that is the change that I'd make to the Vicky scene of don't cut away to anything else during that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we, we, I have, we have the predatory sequence with Michael. Cut away. Go see what Laurie's doing. Go see what other people are doing. Cut to the dance. Do whatever you yeah. need to do to move the story. I think there's too many moving parts in the story anyway, but mm-hmm. do what you need to do to keep your different storylines rolling. But when you cut back to Vicky, we now know he's outside that mm-hmm.
4: house. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That's that little seed that's here. And then you can play the rest of the scene as it happens in that house. Just don't cut away. Let us live yeah. in yeah. suspense. I, I, yeah, I
1: agree. Now, and
3: I'd probably kill the boyfriend first.
2: I, I think, too, when you do that, it, it ends up blending the old age horror from the original Slasher set, where it's those long takes that he has, mm-hmm. or that, that killing style that he has that's apparent in the long take. To swap over to the new style where you blend with the emotion playing, especially with your gem of a character that is the child that she's babysitting, because that is like if it wasn't readily aware, that is the vehicle that that is the reason that he's there is that new age comedy blend. Mm-hmm. To have you break out of this suspense moment with this, but the tension's still there. Yeah. There is still a man in his room, but he's calling her a dumb shit for going in there.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. And I, I think that would it,
2: do, it serves that dichotomy
1: I think that would add a lot of suspense to To the boyfriend Like even if we didn't change it to the boyfriend getting killed first And we left it how it is The boyfriend going outside to fuck around with the motorcycle Like there is a shot when he's walking to the garage Where it just keeps it on the window And nothing happens Like Like I mentioned before Where they kind of make you feel like a killer should show up But he doesn't but I had a problem like trying to figure out like is this house anywhere near where he just killed those people because I couldn't fucking tell the only thing I think they're trying to do is that the couple that are arguing with the doctor thing is the kid's parents maybe yes I think that's it. And they show up in Halloween Kills. So again, yeah, it's, like a, it's like a bullshit, like, oh, you need to see the next movie for it to make sense. But like, I'm watching yeah. in this movie, you could have added a little bit extra to make sense where he's going. You could
2: you could even, and this is something that you could, like, so you could take that idea of like having him outside that house, right? And you can refine it even further and make it even less fucking effort and just have him hear the sounds of the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. And have that be relatively close, or him turn towards the sounds of the motorcycle.
0: Mm-hmm. If you want to
2: get super low budget with it,
0: yeah, yeah, no, that's that, a
2: good idea too. But that's a because whole... that
0: makes your audience think about it a little bit, and then yeah, yeah that's and good. then you I like
2: don't. That. But then you you also then when you establish that sequence with um, the house that Vicky's in and everything, you have to start it without the motorcycle and have that motorcycle play
1: yeah exactly
2: interweave your timelines that way if you were going yeah, to do that you kind of but go
1: whole... you flash back a little bit yes. to before the motorcycle happened i like that idea i think that would work well just a little extra kind of continuity yeah. rather but, than the like oh here's the people from the next movie
2: yeah yeah <laughs> but well. to answer the full question that was proposed which is why do we have that or why do we need it? I would say I don't think we need it in its current state but it does serve a purpose of showing yeah. you how he's...
0: Yeah. It reintroduces like, like full strength yeah. Michael into the movie but they should have tied it they into They could have done it better. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: yeah. Which I think they also kind of try to show with the gas station scene with the teeth and stuff and just the but... I, love, I
2: love that entire sequence but you're talking yeah. to a major fan of the Saw movies which is kind
1: <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I what, <laughs> that was close to
2: home is what that
1: was. Yeah, what I really like about the gas station scene is that Michael is seen so much in the background, but the characters never notice. Yes, him. like yes! you see him walk past them when they first go to yes! do the gas. He goes inside. You see him beating the shit out of the guy behind the window. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I like that aspect of it. But mm-hmm. other than that, yeah, I could definitely see some changes made to it to make it better. Like the journalists, we've talked about a million times now. Yeah. yeah. Um now my other note on Vicky um is
0: and this is also a note on Allison is the, like the weird love triangle plot line where like her dude friend Oscar I think like tries to kiss her and then oh, he that's gets killed Allison,
1: not Vicky Vicky's the Yeah baby no star. I'm 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 getting there I'm getting there oh, You mean okay. Pudding boy
0: Yeah so and then Allison finds Oscar dead and like that's what makes her aware of the threat. That's why don't you don't do wear kids. That. That's bad. Don't we wear don't capes. we don't care about <laughs> Oh,
2: Oscar. oh that's
0: no tips. Yeah. <laughs> no um <laughs> no capes. <gips. laughs> but instead, we've already established that Vicky has invited Allison to the house that her and the boyfriend are at. So instead of Allison becoming aware of the threat by seeing Oscar dead. Don't have the police and Lori discover Vicky. Have Allison discover her. Because we've mm-hmm. already established how good friends they are. And have that be the vehicle. It would add so much more emotional weight to Allison's arc. Yes.
4: That,
1: yeah, that I'll agree with. That's a really good that idea. That i agree with. Because then the whole invite and like, oh, they're going to come over. It just ends up being pointless because then they get in the bullshit yeah. fight anyway. So they're not coming. She's like, I'm just fucking going home. like Why did they even have the whole phone call with the two of them other than, I guess, to segue to the house? Yeah. When instead of having that segue, we could have just had like we show- talked about with the motorcycle and Michael walking next door.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So okay. it just seems like a waste of time.
3: But yeah. No. So if we were rewriting this and we're doing this this way, how much of this predatory Laurie are we keeping in and how much are we cutting to that?
1: I think we should. I think we just... did
3: it way too much in the movie. I think I, and... we
1: should keep a lot of it, but maybe make her less dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like we had talked about. I don't know. the but... Well, the one thing I, honestly, I think I've watched this movie, like, six or seven times, and this is the first time I've realized that her watching the bus transfer was because she wanted to kill him. Every yes. other time, I thought it was she was just watching to make sure it went smoothly. I, yeah. I don't know why this is the first time it dawned on me that she's, like, considering killing him, and then, like, she's being all emotional.
2: Yeah, she wants to remove the one painful thing that's still around yeah. from her old dramatic yeah. experience.
1: Yeah. yeah so, it's a mental health
2: thing. It's great.
0: I find... I find a predatory Laurie um, problematic stop, to the story.
4: Oh, no, I'm
0: calling her predatory Laurie. like You it. can't the first
2: the first, uh, the first question that Josh asked was like, how much of predatory Laurie do we want to keep? My entire first reaction was enough so that we don't get a uh, restraining order from a school. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> um... uh. anyways back to predatory lori (laughs) in her lori being
0: lori being on the hunt fundamentally disagrees with the end of the movie because the end of the movie establishes like this whole thing of like the basement isn't a like a bunker it's a trap and it's like why is lori going out and hunting michael myers when she has done so much prep work at her house to get him into the basement. Mm-hmm. It's it's another way that Lori is stupid. It's like. contingency plan
2: that you don't need if your first plan works. Because.
0: <laughs> when has people. shooting Michael Myers ever worked? <laughs> That's, That's also the point. a very valid point.
3: <laughs> I have an idea. Yeah.
4: I have an idea. I have an idea.
3: So we do the same setup that we've been talking about right the long one or all that good stuff mm-hmm. instead of having cutting out to like Lori who's hunting michael cut to Lori who's trying to find her granddaughter yeah right because we already know like she's packed up the family put them out there have her try to track her down because i'm trying i'm trying to I had a moment in mind and I was trying to figure out how to put all the pieces together. I think that's how we could do it. So, uh, granddaughter and the boyfriend still have the fight. Mm-hmm. Decide, she decides, fuck this, I'm going to go to my friend's place anyway. In the meantime, oh, I clicked the button. In the <sighs> meantime, <laughs> <laughs> as she's walking, uh, Lori goes to the dance. Finds a boyfriend and says, where the hell is my granddaughter? Whose name I cannot remember for the last Allison. Yeah. Allison, thank you. Where's <laughs> Allison? She says, I, I think she's going to go over to such and such's house. That puts her in the right direction. So Lori gets to the house, discovers the murder that's occurred. And in the process of this, we get a shot of uh, Allison discovering Vicky's body. And behind her is where we see Myers mm-hmm. reveal himself. And this is the first time that Myers and Allison interact. At which point, you have that same scene of Laurie pulls up out front, looks up into the window, sees Myers, takes a shot, and that we we can bring all those pieces back together the way they were in that okay. home. Okay, rather
1: than the oh. cop in the window...
0: And yeah. especially if you have Lori's shot scare away Michael from killing Allison, you actually like complete that character arc of Lori wanting to protect Allison. Yeah. Mm. I and like that a
3: lot. That, as we've seen every other time we see Michael Myers, if he doesn't get a kill mm-hmm. on the first time,
0: He's coming he back. doesn't give up. Yeah.
3: He wants that kill because he had their eye on that person. Mm
1: hmm.
0: And then that's what brings Michael to Laurie's house for the final fight. I yeah. like that. That's good.
1: I like that a lot. And then you could still have the stupid little jump scare when Allison goes out and mm-hmm. accidentally runs into Lori, Except maybe Lori won't punch her in the face like she does to the. Well, <laughs> <con. laughs> <laughs>
3: that like that could happen. You see Michael, like she catches a glimpse, so she freaks out, runs down the stairs, runs outside. Mm-hmm and then as she's like running around the side of the house in the dark something grabs her and pulls her into the bushes and it's lori yeah you think it's michael for a second but it's lori
0: yeah and especially if you do it that way and you bring allison to lori's earlier for the entirety of the final fight because again it pisses me off that allison is in the woods for two-thirds of the final fight yeah just rolls in at the
1: end what like, you here, jump scare mannequins they're spooky
2: yeah <laughs> and the other thing,
1: things. Yeah. they and have the like the a cheesy ass ice nine kills music video fight. in the middle of the final fight exactly <laughs> yeah bro
2: that's what the that's what the kitties nowadays want mm. what they're looking for
0: they just mm. want the spooky aesthetic all
2: right can we can we can we, can we talk about can we, hold on can hold on i'm not quite done but um and then the other thing that
0: pissed me off about the final fight is Karen's just in the basement while Laurie is cleaning out the house. And as we establish at the very end of the movie, when she f- shoots Michael in the shoulder to get him into the basement, she's very competent. She she is actually able to stand up to Michael just like Laurie is. So why the hell isn't she upstairs with Laurie clearing out the house with her? She and shot it's... him in the face, by the way.
3: Yeah, oh, not, not the shoulder. That wasn't the okay. yeah. Okay. And that, that's a whole other point I want to address later, but I yeah. it's uh, yeah yeah. But anyways,
0: if you bring Allison to the house for it's the fight, you have a reason to keep Karen in the basement to protect Allison and let Lori okay. do her whole thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. From that, I see that perspective. I was gonna say because I really like her in the basement because I I think the final like sequence of the movie is it's pretty good, amazing. Yeah. Personally, I love it. The entire I thing not
3: change much about that
1: honestly. Yeah but I like the idea of having Al- Allison showing up later really Changes nothing other than he hears her I guess And like somehow echo Locates where they're hiding in the basement Whatever yeah. <laughs> But I, I do like that aspect ah! Of her being there the whole Time and that way Karen is in the basement For a reason I, I, I think that works well and then you can still Have that final moment Where he's like, "Mom, I can't do it." Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha.
2: Before we get full into the end of the movie, I would like to talk about something that is just before the end of the movie that needs to be removed with a flightless, burning passion.
1: Oh yeah, we we need to
2: take out the CPR scene from the office from this fucking movie. (laughs) It needs to leave. I don't know why why they thought it was a good idea to have him get hit by a truck, to have <laughs> the fucking doctor literally grab the face mask and just <laughs> fucking <So>, office-style <laughs> cut the fucking face off of the CPR mannequin. <laughs> we don't need that. So at this, all.
0: This ever. cycles into, like, three fundamental problems with that movie <laughs> all collide in that one Exactly. Scene. Um... First That's off, new, new Loomis is a bad character.
2: Terrible, terrible function. Um, get him he's, out of here.
0: He's <laughs> sidelined in the hospital for, like, the first third of the movie after he gets shot by the kid, which Michael Myers kills
2: a kid in this movie. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, I, got, I got problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man got so... hospitalized by 22. That's kind of cringe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey his dad would be so proud though he's not a dancer anymore uh, <laughs> he, he, he did hunting it just he you know hunting. you know just
0: the most dangerous game kind of hunting which i don't think was what was supposed to happen
2: and he but, fucking uh, missed he fucking yeah. <laughs> anyways so go back to your, go back to your tiktok little kid <laughs> yeah
0: so new loomis is in the hospital for like a third of the movie and then just shows up and does evil shit and like why do we care um, second thing that's bad in that scene, yeah. Officer Hawkins goes
1: out like a bitch. Um, yeah, he, he just gets, yeah, he really uh, quote and unquote, goes out. Yeah. He, out he's like a G. Yeah. Is he, is he he's, around? He's, he's second in movie? the second movie. He's God in God damn it. He's not dead. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I feel like that's a major spoiler. It's really not a major spoiler. Otherwise like I wouldn't have said it. First 10 minutes. Yeah. Literally yeah. he's in the beginning of the next like no, oh, okay, I never
2: mind.
0: Making this movie as a unit, it they really make it seem like he's been killed, oh, absolutely. so they either they either need to make that clear or they need to make it suck less. And I'm going to go under they need to make it suck less. Yeah. Um and the way they need to make it suck less is have him killed by Michael Myers. Or have him almost killed by Michael Myers. Oh, but
2: if you want to be technical, he was, because Dr. Shitlord had the mask on. That's the point of your fucking change.
0: dumb. And that's going to be be my third point about this scene, which we're going to come back to. Um, Because Officer Hawkins is, you know, he was the guy that stopped Loomis from killing Michael after the events of the first movie. Yeah. And then he says in the car, I'm not going to let just, I'm not going to stand in the way of justice this time, Mm. which really sets him up for a conflict, like a face-to-face conflict with Michael where he lets somebody either try to kill Michael or he tries to kill Michael himself, which he does succeed in running Michael over in an attempt to kill him, Mm. but then that wasn't what does him in as the audience at this point would think which is just bad storytelling yes yeah i it, mean it, we yeah i feel like we kind of addressed go down by michael
1: like we pretty much the whole thing we just came up with with her going to laurie's house kind of can be addresses to, the entire to skip issue. Just that entire just take it out sequence yeah if like I wanted to watch
2: a movie about a mask, I would have watched a movie from two thousand yeah. with Jim Carrey. I, <laughs> and, I'm sorry.
0: And that is my third point <laughs> here: is this movie emphasizes way too much like the supernatural appeal of the mask or whatever. the The first, the scene in the asylum where they like take the mask out and all of the prisoners go crazy, it, you're undermining Michael Michael's Michael Myers character from minute fucking one of this movie because the whole point of halloween is that it is a normal person a normal enough person doing evil things to other normal people so the movie makes it the audience feel like this could happen to me like that is the fundamental underlying horror of the halloween franchise is it's all just normal people and sure michael myers is kind of fucked in the head but he's fundamentally a normal person, and when you make the mask you know supernatural because like Loomis is attracted to it and wants it, and it you make the the prisoners go crazy over it, it's character assassination in the first scene of michael myers
2: i i I agree I think though, and this is heavily determinant on what happens in the next one that I have not seen <laughs> um is a lot of what they did even in the original one was make him more into like not just this person. You have this idea of this person, right? Yeah. And it, it it's 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 supposed to be a transcendence from what you think it is. And yeah. I think I think that's the fundamental difference between the way that someone would make this and mm-hmm. want it to be taken mm-hmm. and for someone who watches it who likes it yeah. would want it to happen so this is something that i, I i've we've there known was each a other a
0: lot of words in there that certainly we've, meant things
2: <laughs> we've we've been we've all known each other for a very long time and mm-hmm. i know very much at least one person in this audience's opinion of exactly how this should play out and i think it's a conflict of interest between how you want it, how someone uh, uh, like a viewer of the movie and a viewer of the original movie wants mm-hmm. it to be and mm-hmm. what the intention is. Yeah. So if the intention is for him to have this transcendence
0: mm-hmm.
2: from being human, I don't necessarily think leaning into the mask is a terrible idea. But that is a creator decision, yeah, not an audience decision. I so don't I think, think it changes how you build the movie out from there does yeah. that make sense or does it kind of see what i'm getting at
0: i think though if they want it to have that transcendence you they have shouldn't... to do it better that they... it has <laughs> to be done better because they almost like hard confirm that fact that the mask is like inherently evil in yes. this movie you yeah. want it to be like vague you yes. want you want the audience to be confused and a little unsure about yes. that yeah, yes so... i agree the way I would do it is in the asylum scene, when the reporter or whoever, because we're getting rid of the reporters, takes the mask out, have Michael Myers start reacting a little bit. You have him perfectly still the entire time. When the, the, when the reporters are talking to him, he doesn't move. He's just standing back too. And then when the mask comes out, make him respond. Don't have him turn around, but have him like maybe move, take a few steps, like sway a little bit or whatever, and have the prisoners react after that happens. So you're unsure if it's happening with the mask or oh shit, Michael Myers is doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like Michael, yeah. Michael, he's doing things. That's what's I, making
2: them go crazy. Yeah, let yeah, that I, be vague.
0: Add ambiguity.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah.
2: I think that's I think that's a big thing that's that's lost with the intention.
1: Yeah, because I think from the original, they definitely have, throughout the whole thing, the idea that he just is pure evil, mm-hmm. and they kind of heavily rely on that, and that's fine. It's kind of a supernatural side of it. But they never really differentiate him from the mask in the original no. movie, because he never takes it off. It's never like, oh, exactly. we need, we're they're not trying to take off the mask. They know who he is. Like, it's just...
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: in this one, it is, becomes... I think I wrote in my notes at one point, like, I can't tell what his motive is if he's just trying to find the mask, or a lot of times it's like he's trying to get to his house, Mm -hmm. original house, or he's just hunting down a specific person. So I felt like it kind of got muddled. Yeah, it got very muddled in this. When, in the original, I feel like you don't have that issue. I mean, granted, there was a lot, it was a very different movie, but...
0: And it was much more
1: focused, from what I understand. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. generally from what i remember i think the original movie is kind of like he's generally moving towards his original house he's always Mm -hmm. trying to get there and but there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of crossover between some of the other movies that are like kind of like thrown away like the rob zombie ones that i'm getting confused in my head so i don't know fully which ones (laughs) which at this point but Mm
2: -hmm. i think i think that mentioned before too is like an entire critique of I will let Josh speak because that can be a whole the topic that we talk about
3: in a second. I I would like to posit an an idea that I think we're kind of dancing around which it, it, it's it's another scenery, right? Okay? Mm-hmm. The opening sequence nicks the reporters all together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Instead, it's uh, was it Sartine? Is that his name? Yeah. Doctor
0: New Loomis.
3: <laughs> New Loomis. <laughs> New Loomis. Um. Bitch Loomis. Doctor Sartine. Walmart is the brand in the mask. Right. He's been trying and trying and trying to get to this person, and he realizes, "Hey, I don't have much longer to try and make a breakthrough, to try and understand him. So let's throw hail mary, reach out to the DA, whatever he did to get the mask." He's the one who brings it up. And I, I like what you're saying, like that's what gets him to have some kind of a reaction. <laughs> and that's what causes everyone to freak out. Because I that I like that ambiguity. But that's how you play that same scene out without um the reporters. Yeah. To reporters. And it gives some agency to the doctor of hey, wait a second. I almost—I there was a tingling of a breakthrough that I haven't had in forty years. What else can I do? He's leaving tomorrow. That's what causes him to break him out. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah. it's the same idea. I, but I, more agency in that moment. And I don't know definitely if you want to have the doctor break him out.
1: I think you. No, could I, have I think you still do. The I doctor think still break could. him out, and then honestly, just have him kill the doctor immediately. <laughs> like you have him at the boss uh, (laughs) just fucking murder him i think you could rewrite shit
2: loomis into a better character starting with that Mm -hmm. sequence Mm -hmm. and And i think that's i think that's something that's core to core and essential to to fixing that shit lord yeah and especially
0: if you have him get a reaction out of michael using the mask he may start to spiral into oh the
2: mask is like so powerful yeah. that's what's getting because him of
0: a reaction and that's why he wants the mask later in the movie exactly
2: because of the his lasting challenges with trying to make a breakthrough with him seeing yeah. some sort form of something yeah. with the mask making him react in some sort of way wall. Yeah.
0: Maybe can if drive I put the him mask on down and that kill part. someone, Michael
3: will like me and notice me, senpai, and then he'll Yeah, talk basically. To me. I, I think there's a better way to do that, though. I would like them to see, like them to rewrite that character not as like evil Loomis, but <laughs> evil shenanigans. <laughs> but as but as the opposite, like the yin to Loomis's yang, right? Loomis had given up on Michael. Had decided this guy is pure evil. He needs to be killed. That is. That was that was his prescription was death. Yeah, for Myers. I want him, the new Loomis, to believe so much in Michael's ability for redemption, that when you get to that moment of Hawkins about to. Uh, kill, Myers. He jumps in, tries to fight Hawkins, but because he's injured and you know he's just a psychiatrist. He loses that fight he doesn't necessarily kill Hawkins but what that does is that puts it, it takes that element of immediate superiority to Hawkins position and now gives Myers a chance to get up and get uh, Hawkins off guard mm-hmm. and that leads to a more square fight between Hawkins and um, and Myers and that's how he kills yeah
1: and results. depending on how right depending on how you want the yeah. rest of and you could subtract allison go, like allison can already be at the house and that whole fight can kind of be going on with loomis and we don't need the
2: car we don't need to drive him to the location sorry i hate yeah. that entire sequence it's just yeah
1: like i think he can it's find bad. he can find the fucking place
2: it's yeah. fucking it's such a trigger
1: but i like derail <laughs> that, conversations
2: yeah, because would... it sets me off i'm so sorry <laughs>
3: you would so be a way maybe approach that character.
2: Yeah. No, that
0: would be good. But then, what do does... you do with him after that? Yo, can he gets, talk after... about... he gets killed, killed, killed by Michael just immediately. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Well, not not immediately. You have that moment of I, I tried to save you kind of thing, and and that's where we that's where yeah. we as the as the audience really. We don't... Like, like I'm I, I like the idea of him going through this movie for as long as he's in it and like trying to like talk about Michael as look he's redeemable. Maybe we can get through to him, maybe we can just mm. to the point where the to the point where the uh audience almost says can they? And then oh, you, have you have chill. that moment of him <laughs> trying to save him and then he still Yeah pauses for half a second, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And decides to kill him. Yeah, like you vote totally not him the same
1: way. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like. Not, no, obviously, not in the same car.
3: Well, but... I mean, I, you could. Yeah. But, oh, you yeah. know, you still have that half moment of take a pause, consider it, and that will be really the only time we've seen yeah. Michael Myers actually. You can even add the, to, even add the head tilt. To... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, I feel like they could yeah. be, like, standing yeah. face yeah. to face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because like that that's could be really so cool.
3: absent in this movie. And that is one of the most menacing pop, moments
1: pop of the, the first headshot. movie
3: of that. Yeah. Because it's one of those it's, – it's an inhuman reaction. That is not yes. – it is very animalistic. And that's it, why it's in that first movie of the.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, yeah.
0: No, I forgot yep. about the thing. I like it.
2: <laughs> I like it, Brian. <laughs> We're going places. Yeah. <laughs> Never any places I wanted to go, but places.
1: <laughs> I told you my drugs would take you places.
0: <laughs> yeah, I never said you'd like where you were going. Um, however the fuck that quote goes. Never I any places never you, places wanted, to you wanted to go.
1: Okay,
0: fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I... Talking about Hawkins always makes me think in this movie how fucking stupid every police officer in this movie is. Mm-hmm. Why even bother showing the Haddonfield police or the Warren County police or whatever the hell they are? Because you there... need
2: a definition of a bond me. <laughs> 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 that was a good little scene. It was yeah, a good little stumid scene. I will give it that. But it is—they yeah. are very dumb. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like they see Hawkins' car wipe out like, go off the road, and they're just like, should we check on him? Nah, let's just call at him on the radio a
2: few times. I'm gonna eat my Vietnamese sandwich, and that's where I'm gonna sit. It's Mm. peanut butter jelly on my banh mi.
0: (laughs) And, not to mention, I think if you had a really good scene of the police, like, tracking Michael, led by Hawkins, and... You show that the police aren't incompetent and Michael still gets the better of them, that would just make his arc even better.
1: Honestly, what if you had the instead of Allison going through the woods, you could have a scene of the police tracking in through the woods to Lori's house and then they get killed outside Lori's house? Oh, so we're doing and Halloween that, first blood
3: but... <laughs> <laughs> in that grandmother's so house, scary, we go. in that like little scary shootout thing because I really did like the aesthetics of that scene. I'm oh, not yeah. gonna lie, like yeah. I hated the fact With that the was just throw away. Yeah, Yeah. but, like, they follow him, and that's where yeah. he gets like they the don't, drop off. They
1: don't even have to show him kill them all, but, like, they could literally just be walking. And then you just, like, see Michael's head replaced, like, you see a mannequin body, but it's actually Michael's head on the top. Yeah. And it just, he pops and just out, the and lawns. then it cuts. Like, Correcto, I feel like we'll it
3: could work. I we'll appreciate the image that just popped into my mind. Wide shot of the woods. It's misty. It's dark. All you see, like, you hear the distant, like talking of a search party and stuff like that but all you see is the flashlights and as they're getting closer flashlights start to disappear yes uh, into the darkness as they and then you can cut into that, like the last little scraggly group gets into that shooting gallery area and that's where you have the real confrontation with myers and that's where you can have that confrontation between hawkins new Loomis and Myers happened there instead of smoking Michael Myers at 40 miles an hour and him somehow getting up.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the only critique I have of doing something like that is you turn him much more like one of the things that we touched upon, right? Was the kill count and body counts. Mm -hmm. We're talking about easily (laughs) put numbers on that body count. Yeah. yeah, Like
1: that. That's true. You, that's so, why I, I don't want to show too much. Like, I, I feel, feel like... like
2: doing it like, I like that idea. Well, I mean, not for this movie, but I love that idea. That scene just sounds fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. I don't think the body but... count thing is a problem if it's done well. I have no real problems with Michael Myers killing 20 people if they're all in, like, Michael Myers style. And it's not just, like, gratuitous Let's like, beat somebody's head with a hammer on screen.
2: I would argue that maybe having flashlights drop in the woods is not exactly akin to his style. I again, great scene idea. Want it? Let's do it in like fucking Predator or Alien, hmm. something like that. I you mean, know, fucking looks sick. But you, you, what you
1: could do, just wait till
2: you see I'm Halloween offering, kills. <laughs> don't, don't do that to me. I already dodged out of the last Scream movie because it was apparently not great. Um. Uh, But what you could do is tie it in more like Blair Witch. And what I mean by that is don't just have him vaguely appear in the woods or vaguely pass by different things, stuff that they would miss.
4: Hmm. But
2: keep it akin to the character rather than just having him drop bodies on the edge like it's a fucking, we're in the middle of Black Hawk Down. I
1: I mean, (laughs) you could have it that scene be like just the last few remaining officers or like one c- squad car one or two like the like board. the yeah. two guys with the yeah. Bon me you could have the Bon me scene yeah. and then have them go and it's just the two of them so then it's not like yeah. uh, no that that would Jason Bourne
4: yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> or like then, it, you could have the two Chris of Kyle them, from my room. Hawkins and New <laughs> Loomis and of course New Loomis would be sticking really close to Hawkins so really it's only three people mm-hmm. in like a wide sweep pattern
1: yeah. So yeah. as
3: that goes, like your two people your backup disappears and all of a sudden you realize like, oh shit, it's just Hawkins and new yeah. and You could have and, yeah. And
1: Hawkins rolls and... up and yell gets out of the car, yells at them, Come with me, he's in the woods. Like Loomis yeah, yeah. probably he's like, Loomis, stay the fuck away from this and then Loomis follows him anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then you have
0: Michael hiding
1: as one of the mannequins.
0: Jumps Hawkins. You have Hawkins like fucking pistol whip or something. Pistol whip Michael, and that's how Michael goes down. Mm-hmm. And then you have the confrontation between Loomis and Hawkins there.
1: Yeah, some, something like that could work possibly. It's hard. It's yeah, definitely. Yeah, tricky... I think. I
2: think the major issue that I have with it is, like while he is technically human he does he is supposed to have this super side to it and just pistol whipping someone over the yeah. side of the head uh yeah might knock him out but like it, um. it's not if if they're any sort of like person that's supposed to have this like resiliency mm. to them they're not so, you would have to do it some other way. You would have to maybe get shot dead. That's what I was like, going to say.
1: Or, like, have falls. one of the Bon Me guys have, like, a 12 gauge or something that.
2: Throw the Bon Me at him. <laughs> French baguette style. It's hard as shit. <laughs> Hits him in his jugular and knocks him out. Yeah. It's in a episode, episodes, right? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I think shooting him is is, is a good option. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Says the very quiet Epi. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. it fucking drive him to the fucking
3: place he's got to be. It's fucking dumb as shit.
1: Your Uber <laughs> has arrived. <laughs> yeah, literally.
2: Literally. Would you rate, rate him four stars and a smashed face? <laughs> yeah.
0: This is pretty much my last note. Um, And this isn't even like a conversation topic. This is just one more thing about how Lori. Laurie- Dumb and i want to rant about it mm-hmm. um we have an establishing shot of Lori's place where there's like cameras and shit all the way around the perimeter of her house
4: mm-hmm.
0: right and then mm-hmm. later there's a scene where they're in the basement shooting up at michael myers through the floor why does Lori not have an oh, internal dude, security the system inside yeah. her fucking house and then you could just have a feed on the wall, oh, and then you could just go. Oh. He's standing by the kitchen cabinet. Bam! Problem
2: <laughs> solved. We gotta r six this motherfucker. It's Valkyrie yeah. up Jesus in this Christ. bitch.
1: Yeah, it is Let me boring. ping. Let me Get ping. Get a live, live ping.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Oh oh my god, Lori is so incredibly fucking stupid.
2: (laughs) Oh my god, it's literally just like she half-assed everything. It's like those people that just like... Yeah. It was terrible.
1: Yeah. Well, she knew she was going to blow it all up. She's like, I don't want to waste the money on an internal system.
2: (laughs) No, but we're going to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in floodlights that I'm not going to use as well as an entire shooting range of mannequins, drop down containment doors, and like 7 million fucking tons of steel to build this shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the cameras were the cost-efficient problem. Yeah. That was that was where the line was fucking yeah, drawn. And she, had, camera. Uh, they slashed and she almost budget. gets
0: done in through a fucking door. Like yeah, I spent yeah, all- door 30, and I'm gonna stand right in front of the fucking front door.
2: Why and, don't you have a drop down for that? Yeah. Mm. That's where the budget stops. Really? You're gonna put Fucking steel doors and every internal door, but not your external door. This is turning into like a fucking defense rant. This isn't even about the movie anymore. This is just you did none of your homework.
0: It is about the movie because we have we spent so much of this movie establishing character. And uh, she is like, yes, and is prepared. And then she's just not. Oh my god. (laughs) It's. And it, Michael Myers would be so much more intimidating if Laurie was prepared and it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah.
2: But it, it gives you the illusion that she's prepared and it it doesn't matter. Yeah. I could see if we weren't such pedantic assholes, who like had other outside interests that were aligned with like doomsday prepping in a sense. Uh, where <laughs> too much
0: rainbow six Siege. <laughs>
2: Too much r6 too much like war talk like different other things that we've interested in. like i could see us being less pedantic assholes that she didn't have x security systems i but don't think this
0: weird. isn't but ped- i don't think this is
2: pedantic because I, I also don't i'm not sure i know exactly what the word pedantic means <laughs> in my current mindset so <laughs> i'm just
1: english throwing that sound correctly I, I english major the original pedantic <laughs> movie sorry
3: <laughs> yeah yeah your your argument's invalid you haven't seen the original pedantic movie i mean pedantic's just like arguing the the nitpicky details of something oh
2: so i was right yeah. look at that yeah so i
3: don't up. think
0: it is pedantic because they spend so much time establishing her and then she is so clearly not prepared that like anybody watching this movie is gonna be like
1: what a fucking moron good thing you lost your kid for this yeah but,
3: it, yeah, but i
1: mean like <laughs> yeah really <laughs> you lost your kids for this and still couldn't finish the job <laughs> fuck you
3: but but i mean that's how terribly real that is though like Using so your kids? There. No. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> there's like so many people out there. They're like, oh, I'm a doomsday prepper. I I can survive a nuclear fallout. So and they have like three, three cans. And like... they're not gonna do anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, this I, shit hits, fan. Yeah. they are gonna be the first to go.
2: I'm so oh. cute and quirky. I have three cans of fruit in my pantry. I'm a doomsday prepper. Like, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah.
1: I guess I guess I do see where like all this preparing like. She doesn't really know how to prepare properly. She just knows he's no, a she, maniac. She has no
3: idea what she's preparing
1: for. Like, so, I, I know do yeah, see that She got
3: attacked in a home, and that's... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it doesn't,
1: she she, had she had a never coat got any extra
3: training. She literally had a fucking like coat that. hanger. She yeah, barely uh, had uh, a knife. Yeah, and I think...
0: I think if she had... Like, was missing a security system, and Michael Myers took advantage of that, that would be fine. But showing her like half-ass ass ass stuff, like cameras outside, but not inside. Like steel drop-down doors inside but not on (laughs) doors. Like turning the lights on after he shows up. (laughs) Yeah. So like, if you show her to have the capacity to make the decisions that would have been smart and then she doesn't, that's bad. If she's completely unprepared for something that she couldn't foresee, that's fine. And that's a yes. very important yeah, yeah, line yeah. that they are on the wrong side of. The
2: the yeah. only thing that she invests in that ends up working is her fucking daughter. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that like that's the only investment she makes that works. Yeah.
1: It was a twelve yeah. year investment and then she lost her.
3: <laughs> well, I mean Yeah, well, I was gonna say it's, 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 it's a little it's, six years Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The Mason Inferno
1: Cage works.
2: There's another movie, so that tells me that that's not correct. <laughs> Josh,
1: well, you know damn I mean, well it... how well it works. <laughs> You've seen I... the other movie.
3: So if we ever, when we hit a milestone of like 50 <laughs> or 100 episodes or whatever, can we revisit this and talk about Halloween Kills? Because I, I've oh, got Lord. some
1: issues. There is there is so much. I, even I will have a lot more things to complain about because Halloween <laughs> yeah. Kills. Is I just... have issues. That
0: point when we start Chefs to run out of content and have to start talking about sequels. Hopefully
1: <laughs> yeah. by the time we talk about that one the third one will be out. <laughs> oh, it's coming out this year. Is it? Alright, nice. 2022. Yep. I'm, I, I'm
3: imagining October
1: 22. Yeah. The The only other thing, I, main point I wanted to talk about that I like about this movie is the kind of slasher damsel in distress trope I think they've kind of flip it on their head, especially with the husband being the most useless character mm-hmm. in the movie. You leave Ray alone. He can't it even kill a fucking I... mouse, bro. That's fine.
3: That is 100% fine. I have it in my notes. It literally says everyone in this family sucks except for the husband. <laughs> because
4: everyone the husband is has
3: nothing person.
4: Yeah, I got peanut yeah, butter on my peanut. To each other,
3: <laughs> what? and then he's just like
1: this quirky delight.
3: <laughs>
1: he <laughs> is, what? but in context of the main theme of them taking the damsel in distress and making her like the them, like almost a killer, in a way. Yeah. I really liked that, and kind of that whole flipping of the roles with michael and them that was the main point i th- I thought was nice about it especially with her at the end then playing on the trope of mom i can't do it please i don't know what to do and then he shows up and then she's like gotcha bitch and then bam i thought yeah. that whole payoff of that theme kind of worked really well for the movie
0: yeah and i did really like like having the three generations of them at the top of the stairs looking down mm. like it was a really nice like female power shot like yeah, yeah. i just a... feel it was kind of undermined by karen and allison being borderline useless the entire movie because i the think the only I think thing it... they did to the only real plot relevance they have to this movie is karen shoots michael once and allison stabs michael once
4: mm-hmm.
0: that's it that's all the impact they have on the like Absolutely actual dark. major story of this movie
2: it, it kind of serves as a shot though to well well we've already established that laurie's an idiot
0: but <laughs>
2: it, it i think the idea was to serve as an establishing shot too of <clears throat> like ready for this shit unwillingly ready for this shit and still that damsel that's naive mm. you have like a level of naivety that goes across almost like ATT bars
0: and I don't think you have to have all three of them be. I'm not saying you need Allison to be a badass and be hunting mm-hmm. down Michael, but she needs to be more involved. Like I said, no, Michael I should be stalking her. her. So yeah, that no, when agree. that way, when she's standing above him at the end, she gets to keep her, like, slasher trope, innocent, like, target mm. thing. But there's also more weight of her
3: standing at- over him. Yeah, I hear what Josh said. I- Oh, I just said final girl syndrome. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I would like to see Myers interact with like them more prior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what scene I would cut or replace for this, but I would like to see Myers like maybe attack Karen's home, mm-hmm. and that's when Ray gets killed yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm.
4: yeah there give, could give be... them
3: a solid reason to rally at Laurie's.
4: yeah yeah
2: i think you would have to time it in such a way though that it doesn't leave so it, it depends on what sort of involvement you want karen to have in your movie as well because if you yeah. want her to mirror lori and chase him like lori does you could i would introduce that earlier rather than later but if you don't, and you want her to come around to it, which basically kind of what the movie has seems to have in mind, yeah. um, I would do that maybe mid mid late in the movie for that rally. Yeah, so I, I I think placing that is it would be more my concern. You mm-hmm. could
0: maybe do the dinner scene at Karen's house. And then have Michael kill Ray. Then, but I think you'd be showing your hand too early. You're talking the-
2: about the dinner scene after the, the honor War, society. The yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that would be too early. For yeah, to keep the movie with the same feel that it has. Yeah. yeah. Because if you want, because like the feel that it has is Karen comes around at the end. Like mm-hmm. Karen ends yeah. up being prepared for the shit. Comes around at the end. Cole clocks him yeah. in the face with I forget what gun, um doesn't matter, uh, yeah. and that's like she she comes around to everything that her mother has prepared her for. Mm-hmm. So, I think if you want to keep that same motif for that character, you can involve her in the early story more and double down, triple down on like I don't trust you, mom, you're a psycho, mm-hmm. until her husband gets killed, and then you could have her join up with her, like give her a cause. To yeah. enact mm-hmm. what she's been taught, I just don't. I don't know how far you want that to last through the. Movie. Mm-hmm. Because I think doing it at that dinner scene is. I. I think it is showing your hand way too early.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you I could think... go ahead, Josh. I
3: was going to say I I, I. I. don't know necessarily that I'm 100 percent sold on like attacking Karen's house or something like that, but mm-hmm. I would like to see some interaction with karen and allison before the final fight because as of right now there's not Mm -hmm. uh except for like the friend getting killed and that she sees allison sees michael for two seconds i think a much better interaction on that end would be the scene we described earlier where she finds vicky and then narrowly escapes and stuff like that yeah um but that still leaves allison of not facing myers at all until the final fight And I
0: don't think that's bad. I think if there's sequels here, you can save the Allison... You can save the actual Allison-Michael, like, fight payoff for later movies. You gotta keep something. But just having Michael stalk Allison and leaving her as the completely innocent, like, obsession... Until the very end when she gets to stab Michael that one time. And then later in the sequels, we can have more intense interactions between them i think that's fine
1: okay yeah I, I i i kind of agree i think there's definitely a way you can have more interaction it's hard for me to fit karen into it like i can yeah. see how we can get allison involved a little bit more like we talked about with the vicky scene but karen i feel like is kind of a harder to put her in the right place to interact with him I think
2: you would have to have her contributing breaking if you fundamentally break her character arc into two parts which I think you would have to do and I think they did in my opinion you would have to have it so that she's contributing to the naivety of her daughter while also contributing to the neuroticism of and I that... think that in the beginning half ends up playing very well for when she comes around and flips the switch. Yeah. Mm. And, and I think that makes all three characters play together very well. As for details, I don't know Yeah.
0: And I don't necessarily think Karen needs to be a super important character. I think fundamentally this franchise should be the story of Allison, Lori, and Michael. I think those are your three main characters. Um... So I think relegating Karen to just, like, as I mentioned earlier, when you bring Allison to the basement earlier, all three of them go to Lori's house. You just let Karen be in the basement protecting Allison. So you have a little bit of that both sides-ism where she's hiding in the basement like her daughter, but she's still being protective like Lori. Yeah,
3: yeah. I like that.
2: (laughs) But I think, I think you definitely, if you wanted to make it a profound thing, you definitely could. You know what I mean? Like, you could definitely, like, yeah, your main point could be Laurie and Allison because the major prepper and the naive one, but you could definitely have the secondary plot of Karen without very much effort, in my opinion, be a nice sub-side character insertion
4: mm-hmm.
2: that could be, you could make it really, really, like, profound for them to play into each role and have her. Yeah, all those things
3: that she needs. Idea. idea, Michael breaks out somehow. And we still don't know how he tracked down the journalist to begin with. But I'll take that as a suspension of disbelief.
0: No, mm-hmm. the mask is inherently evil and magical. He can sense its presence and just follows it.
2: Boom. It's there
0: done. Go. But, I mean, yeah,
3: that's, I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. Yes. Um. But the way I do it is it's just Loomis who pulls up there. And you still have, he can still do what he did. I mean, it can be gratuitous violence towards non-essential characters. I mean, we've seen that throughout the rest of the movie. So you can still have that scene with the teeth. You can still show, like, Myers is back and he wants blood. But somehow you could do that little... Loomis doesn't really notice as he goes and does his thing until he comes back to his car and sees the trunk open and the mask is missing.
1: Mm, That would be good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? yeah. Yeah. Rather than reveal him wearing the mask.
0: Yeah. And that, as I mentioned earlier, I don't like Michael Myers being first revealed in his mask in broad daylight. It ruins the, like, one of my biggest problems with A Quiet Place and that franchise in general is they give away the design of their monsters way too early, so it's not scary anymore. Yeah. Um, Having Michael Myers in broad daylight wearing the mask in his first shot with the mask is fucking stupid. So just think, having Meyer steal the mask and fuck off is great.
3: I think a good reveal for that would be that same start to the one Yeah, as it pans up from his leg. Hmm. And they, they went with a heavier theme to it. Fuck that heavy theme they used. Go straight back to the original, piano only, mm-hmm. Halloween theme. As they pan up, and it really keys up as they pass the shoulder, and you see, it's Myers wearing the mask, out on Halloween night, and that's when the da, 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 da,
0: yeah, da, that's really
3: good. Theme. Like that like nice that. soft piano only key. Like yeah, mm. yeah.
0: Alright, so I think we've pretty much kind of closed up most of our main ideas here, so let's end the show with, um, kind of a quick run-through of everything kind of cobbled together. This isn't gonna be perfect, but hopefully this'll be, like, the bare bones of a better movie that keeps the spirit of what we saw on the actual screen as it is now. Um... So I think, uh, and just throw in if you have a little bit of a contention or a uh, slight modification here. Um, so I think we want to start with New Loomis being, write out the journals completely. We don't need them. Start with New Loomis oh, being the one that goes to the, is at the asylum, give, shows Myers the mask, and that's what provokes a reaction from him. This also kind of makes Loomis start his like little obsession with the mask, maybe. Um, and it also personifies him as like, oh my god, I've had a breakthrough with Michael. Maybe this is the start of his rehabilitation.
3: And, and in this, we're rewriting the uh, Sartain, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Not evil, but more hopeful. Yeah. But hopeful to a destructive fault.
0: Yeah, yes. that's the best way of putting it. Um, yeah. So yeah. So Michael breaks out. He goes. He um, and you have Loomis, you know, you know, filling up his car with gas or whatever, and he goes into the bathroom. And in the whole time, you've got Mike Myers like beating the shit out of the people in the gas station behind him. Mm-hmm. If you want to try to work right? the teeth it, scene in again, which I know Epi is a huge fan of, and it is my a pretty teeth. damn good scene, you can work it in with randoms if you want.
3: Yeah. Or Um, he could even do that to Loomis and then not kill him and just leave. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. New Loomis runs out of the bathroom. That could be spicy, right? Yeah, but he's nothing but just his car with the trunk open. And the problem, though, I think you
0: get into that with is we've talked later, and we'll get to it later with the Loomis hesitate with Michael hesitating to kill Loomis later. I think that would undervalue that scene. If he's already spared to Lumis once.
4: If, if I anything, I
1: could, thoughts yeah, for later. I, I could see it thoughts doing the later. opposite.
2: Uh, yeah. I could see it doing both. Exactly. How, so, frame it.
0: how about we just leave it at that? The audience can decide if this ever gets posted on YouTube. Leave your comments below about your <laughs> thoughts on that. Um, and so, or, or if
3: we have any social media, let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> like and subscribe. Hit that bell. Um, so then Loomis yeah, runs everybody. out of the bathroom. He finds the mask gone. Mm-hmm. And Michael's and Michael's gone with it. You save the Michael mask reveal for later. Um, so you let Vicky live her life. Vicky and Allison live their life with Michael in the background. Then you do the party. Vicky invites Allison to the house. Michael kills vicky and the boyfriend allison is the one who discovers it you get rid of the you can probably keep the dumb boyfriend um allison's boyfriend who she dumps and get rid of the annoying friend josh
3: so you skip it again damn it i'm just oh. so <laughs> yeah so we keep a lot of the background framing the same the oneer, uh once night falls that plays out largely the same yeah but the ending shot is him walking up to what is clearly Vicky's house, sees Vicky through the window, you know, might, if we wanted to play with timeline a little bit, you know, maybe hear the uh, the motorcycle kick up, Yeah, and that's where we cut back to whatever else is going on. Yeah, We cut to Lori trying to find um, Allison, because we mm-hmm. know Michael's out and about. Predatory Allison's- Lori
0: is on the prowl. Predatory <laughs> Lori... in her white van
1: Jesus Christ
3: Allison goes to the party still has a fight still breaks up but says hell with it I'm still gonna go see Vicky because I don't need to go talk to my friends about what the fuck just happened yeah leaves we see the scene play out with um, Vicky but that's all we see like we live in that scene let it go (laughs) like a traditional slasher right Allison finds her friend uh, finds what has happened, and we still that let that similar scene play out of removing the bed sheet, mm-hmm. finding the body as Lori pulls up front because Lori had gone to the wherever the to the school, school to
1: see if she was there. Yeah, right.
3: Finds out she's at this place. Pulls up out front. What happens largely plays the same, similar of she sees Michael in one window, Allison in the other, shoots at Michael, gets. Allison's attention, she narrowly escapes Michael as Michael's kind of fleeing because he's been shot at now too. She runs outside, runs into the dark, gets snatched into the bushes. We think for half a second it's Michael. It's Laurie, rescues Allison, beats feet back to to home base.
2: And then
0: you can do – you can bring – officer hawkins michael and new loomis together maybe with a supporting band of one or two police officers there's a little bit of play out i'm not exactly sure the best way to do it but you want to get to that same scene um with the hawkins new loomis and michael trio if you want to have them going through the woods maybe michael escapes and they're chasing him something you get to that scene with the three of them, Michael takes down Hawkins after some scuffling. My maybe Michael's unconscious. Maybe Hawkins and Loomis are looking for him, and maybe Hawkins just gets the drop on Michael. You never know. There's some sort of play out there. Loomis is, you know, trying to save Michael. And then You know, we get to that point where Michael kills both of them. Quote-unquote kills Hawkins because sequel and actually kills Loomis in all his toxic positivity glory. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You then move to the house. Michael has finally arrived at the house. Lori hasn't been an idiot. So all the floodlights are on. The exterior is sealed. There are cameras and you have a little montage, nothing excessive, maybe a little bit. You might not even have to do this little montage of Michael getting into the house and killing Ray. Establish that Lori's defenses have done something, but not enough. Maybe have him cut through the camera system, mm-hmm. and you could establish there are cameras inside, and now they're null and void, so you lose that dumb aspect of Lori's character too. Mm-hmm.
3: And that would also serve to continue to isolate you.
0: Yeah. Um, So then a lot of it plays out exactly the same. In fact, I'm pretty sure at this point, the only difference is you now have Allison in the basement. Pretty much everything plays out from here. Lori is hunting Michael through the upstairs, closing off rooms as she goes. Karen now has a reason to be in the basement. She's protecting Allison. Mm Mm-hmm. So Lori's upstairs doing her badass thing. And you get into the whole fight again. Lori drops off the roof just like she did. You get into another fight. You get to have Karen do the I-can't-do-it scene and shoot Michael. Allison stabs Michael. They lock him in the basement. The house goes up in fire. Mm -hmm. Cut the credits. Yeah. I think that very much captures the spirit and the story of the movie as it stands but it's just a better movie.
3: Yeah, I agree. Ooh, I think you you
2: best pun you could have ever made.
0: <laughs> Enlighten
2: me. You captured the spirit of Halloween.
3: <laughs> oh my god. And then, slash
1: to credits.
0: I am a little <laughs> bit upset I actually missed that, but I was so focused on giving an accurate retelling without <laughs> skipping anything else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Morris.
3: I I like that. I think it like you say it keeps the same Spirit of Halloween. Spirit
2: of Halloween. You <laughs> can it retains, say it. Don't it, retains, be
3: shy. it retains the slasher elements. I think it'll make both fans of the new and the old quite happy.
1: Yeah. Spirit it's a tip of, of comically Halloween. Large Reese's <laughs> mug. <laughs> And then we just cut the entire Halloween Kills movie and start from scratch. That is
0: a story for
1: another time. That is a <laughs> Theon, Theon. Theon, episode fifty, folks. Yeah, yeah. If we make yeah. it to fifty episodes, we could do it. Yeah, and that's three and a half critics. Yeah, thanks for joining I... us,
0: uh, all you listeners. And
3: uh, if we we'll... have if we have socials, do do the thing. Yeah, follow well, us on the socials. Yeah, add comments we have Um, planned this out incredibly
1: well well.
2: yeah we're so we're so streamlined no
1: one's gonna hear half of this (laughs) that's okay we're gonna fuck
3: this whole thing in
1: yeah yeah this ain't b-roll shithead (laughs) this is going in how this is going in oh i'm sorry i'll just go fuck myself um yeah (laughs) hey i mean less work for me if i'm editing it just throw it all in who gives a shit
0: All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we'll have some more episodes coming along down the pipeline, if uh, not already out you when left. you hear this. So. Uh...